two friends communicating, laughing, talking, curing the world's woes. Yep, that's what Vicki and Deborah do whenever they get together. Would you like to hear their conversations? Please join in to Nobody Asked Us, but Conversations with Lifelong Friends. Enjoy. Episode 4. And now, TV. Hello. Welcome to Episode 4 of Penny University's Nobody Asked Us But. I was almost going to say new series, but we're into Episode 4. So I'm just going to say the series of Nobody Asked Us But. Um, Thanks, everyone, for listening to Penny University. Um, As you know, Penny University has several podcasts. Uh, We have several series happening. And um, on Anchor, which is our webpage, you can go to Anchor and you can scroll down and you can see all of the podcast series that we have. We have Our Investigation, Our Truth, which is very informative and might make you a little angry. We also have um, a series on tattoos and one on the backbone of the band. Um, It's the drummer. And, you know, so please go check them out. We have more coming. Uh, a couple that, are, that might be happening. I'm in the process of talking with police officers. So I think that will be a really good series. So please check out Penny University's podcast series. But the one you are listening to, nobody asked us, but um, is my, my dear friend, Victoria Boswell, Vicki Boswell, and myself, Deborah Finkston, talking about sharing our thoughts, sharing our opinions, um, maybe exploring the world with, with what we think. And if you like what you hear, please listen, like us on Facebook. We do have a Facebook page, Penny University on Facebook. Um, and then share with your friends and family, whether it be word of mouth or share the podcast. Um, just let them know that we're out there because it is, uh, you know, we don't have a big, huge production budget. It's just us. <laughs> I, I think our uh, I think our budget is at zero right well, now. Hey, right? Um, <laughs> at least it's not know, a I negative number. A Twenty. I might be able to throw a Benji or something at it. I don't know. Um, if and also we because of COVID and because we also want to be respectful. Plus, we are in two different locations. We are doing this via Zoom, and my office in where I'm at, it's cold, we have snow, and um, my office is freezing. So I moved the laptop and everything out, my mic, out to my living room. So I might sound a little echoey. You might hear Dottie. Dottie is sitting on a chair, half asleep, half looking at me. So you might hear Dottie snoring. Um, You might even hear my ice machine go off with my refrigerator behind me. So um, just, hey, you know, be patient, be tolerant, and just listen to what we have to say, not the noises all around. So, hey, Vic, you're like in an office. I see you sitting in your place. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, well, it used to be an office. Now we just call it the library. Um, well, are there books there? Yeah, there are. You can't oh, okay. see them. I'm facing them. But yeah, oh, okay. there's a few shelves and there's some books. Um, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, we had some rain a couple days ago and uh, no snow, you know, we're in San Diego. Um, well, actually there's snow in the local mountains, but none, you know, on my street. Right. We got so. slammed. We had 24 inches of snow in our driveway the other day. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, a lot of snow. Um, wow. for, I, I'm for, sure somebody in Minnesota is like, yeah, they're laughing now. So what? You know? Like what? Yes. <laughs> Lightweight but here in Arizona. That's a lot of snow. Yes, so. that's true. Well, you know, Vic and I have been friends for years and years and years, uh, known each other since ninth grade, but have been solidly good friends for what, 40? Um, Holy mackerel. Yeah. Wowzer, man. And we have in our past episodes, we talked about podcasts, we talked about books. And just recently, last week, one of my favorite actresses passed away. And, um, she, uh, Cloris Leachman, I, I'm telling you, I, that woman was fantastic in my opinion in any part she took, but uh, comedy wise, she was priceless. And so it really led me to a TV show 
that I absolutely loved. And so I started re-watching them and they're hysterical. I am laughing now, even though I know what's coming. And so we weren't going to originally talk about TV shows. We were going to kind of go off on our thoughts about the world and, and, and a few things. But I texted Vic and I said, hey, let's do some, let's finish off some recommendations. Let's do some recommendations on TV shows. And you said, let's go for it. Yeah, I can talk plenty about the shows I'm watching. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you know, just as we were preparing to come on air, we started talking about how the change of TV. It has yes. been, it is in our lifetime. I always used to think, boy, what did my grandmother see in her lifetime? But think about what we have seen technology wise in our lifetime just with this one aspect of TV. And it's crazy. Yeah, I'm, yeah, from, from four channels to hundreds uh, with so many different topics and not only the content has changed, but the delivery has changed. You know, it's no longer rabbit ears or even cable, right? I mean, like you stream, uh, you no longer have cable, no. Um, and I and I don't either here in San Diego. Um, and we we did get an antenna that a, a, is attached to our chimney. <clears throat> so um, and so we got a whole slew of other channels that we haven't even tapped into. Well, you know that used to be you used to have an antenna. That's how you got yes. your TV. And I I find it so funny when. Um, satellite and, and cable all started coming in. Everybody took the, their antennas off. Right. Well, now yeah. people are realizing, geez, for 20 bucks, I can have an antenna and I can at least get some TV. Right. Because those um, free channels before, you know, they're still free. You yeah. could, you know, the basic ones, NBC, CBS, ABC, and even uh, your local public radio station, those are still all free. Right. And there are still, and there are some local independent uh, TV yes. shows that you can get. Yep. Um, we did try to go back to, I, I will tell you, I was so disgusted with satellite TV and the cost it was getting ridiculous. Yeah. And uh, so we turned it off and um, we just said, you know, Am we got Amazon Prime and, you know, our base, this is, you know, we have Amazon Prime, Hulu, Netflix, and I do, um, pay for PBS because there's some shows on PBS I like. Um, but we did try yep. and get an antenna, but where we sit on the side of a hill, we get nothing. Oh yeah. So yeah, that's right. Cause you need to be able to connect to something. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. TV waves, whatever. I'm not a techie. When it yeah, comes I'm not, I'm not either. And, <laughs> but right. The antenna has to pick up a signal. Yes. <clears throat> So, but you know, uh, it's, you can now watch TV on your phone. I don't, yeah. you yeah, can I watch, don't either. yeah, you can watch TV on, uh, you know, um, I can watch TV on my computer. Sometimes I'll plug my computer into my TV if I want to watch a DVD, which is ancient technology anymore. Um, you know, I, I have a box of VHSs that were Shelby's. Um, that I think, why don't I give them away? I still have a VHS player. I don't know if it works. It's up, you know, it's up in storage somewhere. I don't know why I keep the dumb thing. Well, you know, if you still have VHS tapes, because our VHS player broke and then we gave away our VHS. I think I donated them. Because well, why? Because, and I did, we didn't want to spend the money to buy a, uh, another player. Right. And then realized, well, you know, we can, uh, yeah, and for those movies that we created, we converted them to DVD. You know, and they uh, were originally something else before VHS. Yeah, my husband uh, Jerry has—he <laughs> was an avid Broncos fan, and maybe someday we'll have to get into our conversation on sports. But he has like old Broncos games. VHS recorded, you know, from the TV, it's hysterical. And he still loves those goofy things. Um, but, you know, we just don't have it, which when we were kind of talking about the way TV used to be, I was my dad's channel changer. You know, it was, you know, get up and change a, change a channel. Remote control, you gotta be kidding me, you know? 
it was one of us kids running over, changing one of the, to one of the four channels on the white TV that had the antennas with aluminum foil stuck on them. And those TVs always sat on the most rickety wire <laughs> TV yep. stands I'd ever seen in my life. Well, when my parents upgraded their TV in the living room, I got the hand-me-down and it, it was a piece of furniture, right? It, it came in a wood thing. Oh, I got that TV in my room and my dad rigged a, 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 a cable, some kind of a cable from the channel changer and got some kind of a clicker at the hardware store. It must've been a, it was like an on off switch. And he rigged it so that I could sit on my bed and turn oh the TV on. I, I had to get up and still turn the, the channel myself. Yeah. yeah. But I had an on-off switch, a corded on-off switch. And he had so much fun putting that together. Like, oh, let, let me make this thing for you. And it was the coolest thing. Well, now, what, once I got that TV, my family never saw me again. You know, I, <laughs> I stayed in there. Well, you know, I, I remember something was going on with our TV. And my dad took the back off it. And we went to the hardware store, the local hardware store, and picked up, um, they were stickers, you know, one, one, two, two, three, three, four, four. And so yep. you pull out the tube, you stick the one on the tube and the one where the tube went. So you would know, so because you would take them to the hardware store to do the tube tester. Yes, yes. And then you would buy a tube and you would know exactly where it went back. And so we yep. did that, but our TV was still acting up. So my dad said, call Tony, who was a family friend. He was a TV repair man, right? And I remember I was probably, I don't know, eight or nine years old. So I dial Tony with old dial up. And all I said to him was, Tony, I'm in trouble. And <laughs> come right, quick, <laughs> come quick. I'm in trouble. And when he came out, he said to my dad, he said, I never want to pick up the phone because he was a single guy, but I didn't get it at the time. I never want to hear a girl calling me saying, Tony, I'm in trouble. <laughs> and him and my dad laughed about that. And I sat there thinking, what's so what? funny? <laughs> I don't get it. It's not uh, uh, So we've come a long way. Now we have these huge flat screen TVs. The color's beautiful. It's just amazing. So This is true. Hey, yep. So let's bring it up to currently. And um, I can tell you, Honestly, I get completely overwhelmed with the selection of the amount of TV shows and movies that we can watch. And I, and you said too, I heavily uh, listen to recommendations. Right. And I, yes, and I will read them because I get various e-newsletters uh, and, and a lot of those, you know, a lot of, of, of those newsletters do have recommendations because people have time on their hands due to COVID. And they'll say, you know, if you're, here's a show and they'll describe a little bit about it and, oh, okay, I'll try it out. Yeah. So, because, because it's overwhelming. I don't, I yeah. honestly don't know how any other way people, um, you know, I listen to friends. Um, I know a couple of review people that I like their opinion. I know who yep. I don't like. And so it's like, okay, that show's never gonna, I'm never gonna watch that show, that type right. of thing. It helps to narrow it down. Yeah, yeah. So what is one of your favorite shows, Vic? What what would be a recommendation from you? Well, where we tend to watch several things at the same time, um, just because, you know, sometimes you just need a variety. You know, and but can I ask real quick? I want I'm sorry I interrupted when you said that. I also don't do, what do they call it? Where you watch all of the series in one day, you know, where you. Um, well, right. Binging. Yeah. Well, we, well, we semi binge. We might do two or three episodes in an evening, you know, depends on what we're watching, but we won't watch a whole season in one go. Yeah. No, that's, that's too, too much, but um, we were still we, old school. We'll do one a night. Wow. Well, it, yeah, it just depends on the, the, what we're watching, but, uh, um, so, so sorry, Vic. what, what we're currently watching, 
um, that has been gripping us is a sci-fi series called The Expanse, and it's on um, Prime Video. Um, and it's we're at the tail end of season five. There's five seasons out. There will be a sixth uh, season coming. Um, but I, and and Bruce originally found it last year after he had surgery because he couldn't sleep at night <laughs> and he found it and he would watch it when he would wake up in the middle of the night and start watching it and at the time I wasn't interested I I didn't see it but then I read something about it and I started watching it and Bruce was happy to start at the beginning with me and so it's this and what I what I read about it that intrigued me was that it's not the Star Trek um, clean image where it's easy to travel everywhere and everybody's uniforms are clean and everybody is well fed. No, it's a dirty, gritty um, version of space. And it's, it's set a couple hundred years in the future. Earth still exists. Mars is, um, have, you know, has life on it. People are settled there. <clears throat> and then there's, um, a bunch of uh, space stations that that service what they call the inner planets. There's outer planets. So the galaxy is is discovered, but space is hard. You know, spaceships still take a long time, um, and they there's still engineering associated with them. So, but it's it's drama. I mean, there's people dynamics. Um, uh, it's edge, you know, you're at the edge of your seat. Uh, conflict is real. Um, but so it's really well done, really well written. And you get a sense of, you know, at some point in the future, when we, when we are able to travel in space, it, it's, it's, it could be like this where, you know, it, it shooting going fast will also be painful and you'll, you know, can hardly wait until it's over. You know, it won't be right. this happy and and gravity. Hawking, it, Hawking has um, you know, always said we need to be very careful. Yes, one, aliens might not be friendly, and number two, it's not going to be Star Trek. It's right, it's exactly. Now, there was others others that argued with Hawking, but well, right, and really. You know, I mean, nobody knows, right? But it's, but it's, it's really gripping, uh, wonderful performances, great writing. So uh, we're, so that's, I, I, if you're into sci-fi and you want something a little, little meatier, uh, it's called The Expanse and it's on uh, Amazon Prime Video. So I give it a thumbs up. Thumbs up. Well, I am, um, I'm gonna go with one of my first ones because right now I'm into watching season two. There's only two seasons and uh, it's called Blown Away. And I am, I'm into some competitive shows, you know, uh, cooking shows or whatever. I'm not into um, Survivor. I'm not into watching somebody, you know, undercut somebody else to get ahead. I could care less who you're dating. I mean, I'm not into those bachelor crappy shows you know I don't read a romance I don't I'm not into it but blown away is a gla blowing glass competition and season one we're I'm just finishing season two and I, I think some of it brings me back to my childhood also because I grew up outside of Pittsburgh and that's a very glass area there's a lot of um right the town nearest uh Jeanette um was and Grayfield they had glass factories and so um kind of if those were manufactured glass uh blown away is is sculptural glass it's beautiful glass mm. but i've always been fascinated by blowing glass and it's an ancient art that really has not changed and um you can't do it on your own you have somebody that's helping you that's blowing while the artist is working on the other end and um they, you have to work at certain temperatures, certain temperatures when you have to do certain things and you can have this beautiful piece and then all of a sudden it'll shatter and how you have to just move on. 
And, um, but how they can do these creations that are absolutely gorgeous is beyond me. And it's on Netflix. So the filming is, is high production. It's beautifully done. And you're in the factory with, with these creators and they don't hate each other. Uh, the glass blowing community is very small. Um, they support each other. They encourage each other, which again is something I love. Um, yep. And, and you watch their, their helpers are from a, a local university that, or a local art school that uh, they're learning the trade. You know, this is a trade that is passed down. Um, it's just beautiful. And at the very end, the creations that they come up with and that are judged are just breathtaking to me. There have been times, and I love the, the, dramatic you know they're behind kind of smoked glass and all of a sudden the glass opens and you see it mm. there have been a couple of shows where my eyes have filled up with tears because they are just so beautiful yeah we we had the really good fortune a, a few years back on a trip to italy uh we visited venice and there is a a glass blowing island uh in that um, area in venice called morano and uh, we, we took a boat trip there and toured uh, the glass factories there. And it's just stunning, just yeah. be beautiful. And we took a picture of one of the, there was a trash heap next to a building um, when you mentioned broken glass and it was nothing but broken glass, but we took a picture of the trash heap because even that was beautiful because right. it was so many different colors yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and because uh, glass breaks. So glass uh, does break. it is recyclable. That's true. Yes. Break. So I highly recommend blown away. Ooh. I, I just love it. I love it. Sounds awesome. What you got next? Well, you know, uh, we have we enjoy watching um, series from around the world, uh, not just American shows. And, uh, and for us, Netflix is the place to go for that. And we just started watching a series. Um, it's been around, uh, it's got four seasons. I think it started in 2018. It's called Call My Agent. And it's about um, a uh, a movie agency, an agency that uh, represents actors and actresses. Uh, and it's a French series. And um, it's, it's funny, it's dramatic. So it's also an ensemble um, series, right? So there's multiple characters and you, and it's revolves around one particular agency and their their successes and their challenges. And what's unique about this series is the actors and actresses are, they play themselves. So like the, the agents are actors and actresses, but the actors and actresses that they represent um, who are part of an episode, they, they play themselves. Um, and they are, uh, French actors and actresses. I we haven't come across anybody we recognize. Uh, so it's this is they produce. Uh, you know they are acting in France, um, but it's just it's it's fun, it's funny, and there's drama, and you know it, it's it's cool. We enjoy watching it. It's called Call, Call My Agent, and it's on Netflix. Well. You know, I want to mention, I mentioned in the intro that the, even the reason why we're talking about TV shows is because of Cloris Leachman. And so I want to make sure uh, on this next one I share, I absolutely highly recommend, and I don't know how, I recommend it, anybody that we talk about TV shows, I recommend this show and I tell them you have to watch it. It is called Raising Hope. And Raising Hope, um, you know, was, is not current. It's an, it's an older show. Um, it, it was an ensemble cast um, and Cloris Leachman played Mama. And that show, please go back and watch it. Make it past the first one. 
Um, it was it, it was done by the same writer and same producer of um, Earl. Um, and my name my name Martin is Earl. Earl and a couple of other TV series. Um, but this what I loved about Raising Hope is first of all it was downright freaking funny. And yes. um, I will tell you, Andrew loved Raising Hope as well. And we would watch it on whatever night it used to come out on Thursday night. And we would watch. And then at the end of the series, we would call each other and just laugh about Bert, who is um, the husband father character in it. And the premise is, is a young man gets a girl pregnant, which is sad, but the girl um, is basically uh, goes to prison put the death, well, whatever. He is given her child, the child. He didn't realize he fathered a child with her, that he gets the baby. He wants to raise the baby in, a, in love and give her hope, um, the opportunities he never had. But through it, it, you know, because his parents were, you know, young, you know, 15, you know, when they had him and, but you know what I love about the show is that they love each other. They do goofy yep. things. They, you know, weird things happen. It is absolutely stupid funny. You know, they're poor, they're broke. Um, one of their fun activities is hitting a balloon over their couch, you know, at, at yep. night, you know, but they love each other. And that's what I just, it's not this ridiculousness. It's not they hate each other. It's not these mean sarcastic remarks at each other. They absolutely love each other. And, but some of the scenes are just, you know, when they were raising their son, how they had a hole in their car and he used to stick his head down the hole of the car. I mean, just, yeah. oh my gosh. Right, the comedies around all the things you would oh. never actually do with your child. That's right. Um, and yeah, but it's, and we, we saw it too on your recommendation yeah. and uh, it's a beautiful series. It's, oh, it's re awesome. yes, really well done. And, and Cloris Leachman's character is hysterical. Oh my God. It's really funny. Um, they, she has uh, Alzheimer's dementia um, and, but she it, she's just priceless. but with moments of lucidity yeah. right every once in a while she snaps out of it and she looks at them and she says what are you doing here in my house right right because <laughs> they all live with her in her house yeah i know i have five minutes catch me up you know it it is just <laughs> yes. so please please watch raising hope yeah that's it, it's just, yes and it's where where are you watching it now deb it's on Hulu, oh, I, right? I, yeah, I just watched it, um, you know, uh, I, on Amazon Prime, I typed in, you know, Raising Hope. It might even be on IMBD, you know, free TV. You know, I just, wherever you can watch it free, watch it. So, yep. okay, give us another one. We went pretty in depth in these. So let's, why don't we shoot one or two more without going outrageously in depth, if we can, because we're recommending good shows here. Yes, we are. Um, the The next one that I have is um, called um, Borgen, and uh, that's spelled B-O-R-G-E-N, <clears throat> and it's it's a series from uh, Denmark, and it's um, about a, a a woman who it, it's a political show, and it's about uh, how she becomes. Uh, prime minister uh, in Denmark and and all that that takes to get there. So political intrigue um, and her her family and just just it's a parliamentary system. So it's a little bit different than our system, but just interesting to see a show about government uh, if, from a different point of view, you know, for, it's a European country. So um and it, it's three episodes three seasons rather and it's on netflix uh so if you're into that kind of drama it's uh it's really well done borgen b-o-r-g-e-n i think if you guys um i'm sure some of our listeners know us so they know our our taste but if you haven't caught on 
Vicky and I have very different tastes in TV shows. Yes, yes, we do. Um, and <clears throat> I want to bring up um, one that, and I'm going to talk really quickly about it. It's called Miranda. And it is a BBC, it's a, a, a little bit older. And what led me to it is there's a current show that's based on it. Um, and it, the, this current show was so bad after the first episode, I don't even remember the stupid name of it. But I read about the history of that and the producer of it did this BBC show um, called Miranda. And so I thought, well, let me pick that up. It is drop dead funny. Um, you, the viewer is part of the show. She, you know, the other actors and actresses on it, um, you know, it's just a sitcom. They don't realize you're there, but she does. She'll talk to you. Like sh she gets tongue tied quite a bit when a good looking guy gets around, but then she'll look at you like, help me stop. Why am I continuing this babble? You know, um, she is a woman that's over six feet tall, a little bit heavy, uh, you know, is, is just hysterical. She'll break out in song if, a, if, which happens in my head all of the time. Hmm. Something happens in reality. If somebody says something, a song will go off in my head. You know, I'll be in a business meeting. It's really not appropriate for me to just bust out in song, but Miranda does. Um, and a, a very quick story, which is one of the reasons why I also love Miranda is uh, my youngest son, I got a call from the high school and uh, it was the vice principal. And they said, you need to come pick up your son. And I'm a school teacher at the time I was teaching and I'm like, holy mackerel. So I drive into school wondering what the heck could he have done? I go walking into the uh, vice principal's office and his um, admin assistant is sitting out front. And this is, I live in a small community. She knew me, she knew who you know, I was. When I walked up, she said, it was hysterical. And I thought, what? She goes, trust me, it was funny. And I, so I go walking and they invite me in. And my son, Andrew is sitting, you know, in the vice principal's office and the vice principal is there. And I said, what's going on? And she, he said, um, your son, Andrew is very disrespectful, which is not my son. I said, what are you, what do you mean? And, um, I guess Andrew had been ditching uh, a third period class. And I said, he, he's been missing. His grades are excellent. What are you talking about? And he said, well, he's been missing classes. And I looked over at Andrew and I said, Andrew, have you? And he goes, yeah, I'm bored. And I looked and I said, well, what's his grade in it? And he had something like a A or B in it. And I said, well, huh, okay. Well, Andrew, you shouldn't be missing classes. And the vice principal, I said, but where is disrespect? What happened here? And he said, well, I called Andrew in and I told him, Andrew, you have been missing classes. Well, this is right after the office movie had come out. And I guess Andrew looked at the vice principal and said, well, I wouldn't call it exactly missing, Bob, which I guess <laughs> is some famous line from the office, right? And as, as he says that, the recept, the admin is giggling out in the front office, right? And I look at Andrew and he goes, mom, I'd have never gotten another chance to use that line, never. And so needless to say, when I watch Miranda, I have these thoughts because, you know, who doesn't think like that? So I highly recommend Miranda, please watch it, it's funny. So, okay, last one, shoot one more at me. Um, this one, this series is from uh, South Korea, and it people might have heard about it because I think it it has was well known. It's called Crash Landing on You, and it's about a a, a wealthy South Korean woman. She is a businesswoman, and um, she's trying out a new product. It's one of those. Um, um, balloon things she's trying out a suit and she and she goes up in a hot air balloon like a self-controlled thing and a storm blows in and she lands in North Korea she flies over oh my and she doesn't realize that she's in North Korea yet and then she's found by a military patrol that that finds her and it's how she um, 
you know, it's, it's a, it's a ro romance and she falls in love, you know, she and the, the officer, and it's about how she survives there. Um, and it's more than surviving, you know, she acclimates, but it's, what's eye-opening about that series is it was made with, um, it was written uh, not in a negative tone about North Korea. Um, the production team had writers who were from North Korea, defectors, uh, but they, but they, not, not all aspects of what they portray in the series are true, um, but uh, with regard to how people live there, uh, they wanted to be as accurate as possible. But I it's- I have a question on these shows. Are they subtitled? Oh, yes. Or, okay. Yes, okay. they are. Yeah. Um, because uh, we don't speak Korean. <laughs> so well, I didn't know if they tried to do, you know, the voice over. No, no, they are. It's their own. They're, they're subtitled. Okay. Um, but uh, but it's such a beautiful story because uh, initially the North Koreans don't realize who she is. Um, and it, it's just it's, it's beautiful. And the ending, which I won't spoil, is amazing because, th you know, throughout um, your, you know, when, when the two main characters fall in love and you real and they realize they're in love, you, you think, okay, so there's, there's no, you know, how, how can they continue their relationship? And the way they achieve that is truly amazing but get, is respectful to both the North Korean lead and the South Korean lead. Wow, wow. Um, now the actors in it, they're all South Korean, you know, they're, I mean, it, this is a South Korean production, but, um, but it's just such a, a beautiful story. I mean, and it's, and I, I don't remember now how we found it. It might've been, because we watch a lot of foreign series and it might've ended up, because Netflix will match things. They'll, right. it'll they'll recommend. Their recommendations. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, oh, I don't know, maybe one of us read about it, but it was so gripping. And unfortunately there's only one season, but when you watch it, you'll know why. Um, but it's just, it's, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful story. Um, and uh, I highly recommend it. Crash Landing on You. Um, and it's on Netflix. Well, so check it out. I don't, I don't want to sound, I'm going to, I'm going to finish up real quick. Um, I don't want to sound like all I watch is, you know, goofy comedies, but it. <laughs> sure you do, Deb. <laughs> yeah, I, I do prefer to laugh. I do. Um, but I, um, my favorite, one of my favorite book series, an old English teacher, um, work in a library now, all creatures, great and small. And yep. it is a new masterpiece series. It's brand new, uh, 2000, what year are we in? 21. And, um, I was so excited about it. And of course, of course it's, a it's masterpiece. So you know, the filming is beautiful. The landscape is drop dead gorgeous. You know, it's it, the, the costumes, everything about it is just beautiful. Even from the opening, you know, um, drawings it, it, while you're going, you know, through the title and so forth. Um, and it's all creatures great and small, which is a tr based on the true story of James Harriet, who was a, a veterinary a veterinarian. Um, and it's, it's just a beautifully um, historic piece, not ancient history, but it's just gorgeous. And I will tell you, I absolutely love the old, old BBC TV series, which I thought they did really well, but I adored these books so much. It took me a couple of episodes to appreciate the, the actors in the job, in the positions, because in the characters' positions, because I had built up in my head who those characters were to look like. And mm -hmm. the actor who does James actually does pretty good. He fit for me, he was okay for that. But the gentleman who did, his name Samuel West, who did Siegfried, who is the head veterinarian that James Harriet works for, 
was so opposite and so distant from the character I pictured as, Zieg, um, as Siegfried. He also was in an episode called uh, Mr. Selfridge, which was- um, Oh yes, I, I, we saw that series. Okay, That's so a... he was the reporter friend of Mr. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, who, uh, yes. 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 And it, it I, I still honestly- He's kind of a, aloof. He's an aloof yes. uh, type, yes. Yeah. And so I have a hard time, I still kind of do, but he he's a great actor. Yeah. And then um, Siegfried's brother, Tristan, I've I've come to like him. But again, another actor who is in the, Dur uh, another masterpiece, uh, the Durrells um, of, um, in Corfu, uh, he is kind of the goofy son. And so he kind of fits Tristan a little bit. So he's grown on me. But still, I highly recommend all creatures, great and small, masterpiece theater, PBS. If it's just a beautiful story and it's pleasant and it's gorgeous and it will make you cry, and make you laugh at the same time. So, hey man, we have yaddled on quite a bit. So let's take a break. Okie dokie. Um, how about when we come back, we just do a couple honorable mentions and only one possible dislike because I know you and I know me and we don't like everything. So this is true. Please take a moment and we will talk to you in a second. There are tons of podcasts out there. You have options. Penny University is truly a podcast with value and we strive to share great true stories. Some are plain fun. Some might bring a tear to your eye and maybe even make you a little angry. Listen to them all. Please listen, like and share. Head over to our Facebook page. See who we are. And thanks for listening. Would you like to communicate with Penny University? Send a suggestion? Send a comment? Ask a question? Please feel free to email pennyuniversity at protonmail.com. Penny University, one word, at protonmail.com. We'll love to hear from you. Welcome back to... Nobody asked us, but not, not, we're not a recommendation series, but it seems to be turning into that. So we talked quite a bit about shows we really liked. Do you have any quick honorable mentions? Cause I had a hard time picking, I'll have to admit. Uh, yes, uh, an, another uh, European series that we watched called Rita on Netflix. And she is a teacher. And um, it's and she's a, a wonderful teacher with her own personality and but and she finds uh, sometimes the administration um, difficult to work within. Right. You're you're a former teacher. So, you know, Deborah, I have but, watched Rita, by the way. <laughs> oh, OK. Wow. Yes. So we um, anyway, we really enjoyed that series. Uh, and so. That's it. It's a very good honorable mention. So well, give it a I, go. I have um, a, a quick honorable mention. Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. It's a current show. Um, and it is where a woman um, hears musical productions in her life. And when she follows those musical productions, she helps people through something. And um, what I love about it is the singing, of course, is good, but it's also just kind of if we all broke out and danced. Do you notice a little thing about me with Maria? I, I would love for life to be a musical. Um, I would love to like break out and dance. There are times I go down the stairs in the library and I think this would be so good to sing over the railing. It's a hard knock life for us. It's a hard knock life for us. You know, so I think that way. Um, so I love Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. So um, I recommend it. Even my granddaughters love it. So check that one out. Wonderful. You got any others? Uh, um, no, I'm good. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw th three shows out. Forged in Fire. It's fantastic. Knife oh, yeah. yeah. Bruce watches that. Yes. And how can we even touch this episode without saying something about the great British baking show? Oh, yes. Oh, we just finished watching season eight. Yeah. Oh. Oh, so They're amazing. 
I'll tell you, Mr. Hollywood, those are some eyes. Yes, Bruce has one of his cookbooks and uh, he baked a uh, chocolate cake with uh, mirror glaze oh, yes. uh, just because he wanted to try it out. You know, baking is uh, one of Bruce's hobbies and it turned out so beautifully. And uh, it, wore, it wore him out. It was a, a lot to do, but, um, and it tasted good too, but well, yes. And this is another competition show. They don't undercut each other. They don't no. scream at each other. They don't hate each other. I despise that. Yes, they you know, they're, yes, they are very supportive of each other. Yeah, it's, it's uh, we love that series too. We enjoy it. Well, what's your dislike, Vic? Well, you know, um, it's, I dislike a particular genre, not, not a particular series, but I, I can't get into apocalyptic shows. And here's why. Um, I mean, I can, I can watch The Expanse, you know, it's sci-fi. So, because uh, none of it's real, right? You know, we can't fly that far into space yet. So uh, the technology around that, I, I realize is imagination, but if, but for an apocalyptic series, I tend to poke holes in it because, you know, they, they, it might've been a year after the blast or after the zombies came, well, how come they're still driving a truck? Where did they get the fuel? Uh, how come they're still eating? You know? So, so you're the person that they say, tape it up. Vic. Yes. Tape yes. It it's, Watching those shows is just too frustrating for me because I can't get into it. I cannot suspend reality and get into the show itself. Bruce loves them. Um, and so he watches them on his own time. But well, see, I, and that's perfect because you have to find those shows that you like to watch on your own time because you have those shows that it's like, don't watch the next one without me. Yes, exactly. Right. There are those that we watch together. And then there are those that we watch uh, individually, but I, I cannot get into, I'm, I'm sure they're great, um, but I cannot handle, uh, you know, apocalyptic, you know, the, the world blew up or something, you know, what, it doesn't matter what the disaster was, um, the after effects, I can't get into it. Right. Well, I do not watch, read, listen to anything where children are hurt or children are put in danger. I just, I can't, I can't handle it. I can't grip it. It haunts me. Um, I, I don't do scary. I don't do horror. Yeah, no, I'm not into that either. If a child gets hurt, no, it's, it's not for me um, in any way, shape or form. But the one show I want to mention here, um, it's an old show, but I think it was kind of even though I love Tim Allen, it was a Tim Allen show. I think he's a great guy. I think he's funny. And Galaxy Quest is probably one of the most classic, fantastic movies. Yeah. Um, yep. I despised Tim the Toolman Taylor. Despised it. Uh, home Improvement. It started the destruction, or it seems to me to be the correlation of the destruction of common decency in a family relationship where the husband and father is an idiot and the mother is some sarcastic, you know, put downer and the kids are smarter than everybody, you know, and yep. I hate it. I hate it. And uh, it just, to me, led to so much more um, at least The Simpsons was intelligently written, um, you know, which also, yes. and they're still going. But that Tim the Toolman Taylor attitude, as a teacher, I saw it growing in the classroom, hmm. where disrespect for, you know, the father, uh, you know, the mother was just this um, best friend snob, um, you know, and the kids were the center of attention and they were smarter than all of us all together hated it just despised it yep so tell us what you really think Deb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah hey which brings up you know if you don't agree with me that's okay and yes. if you would like to send us your recommendations because like vicky and i said we highly you know we we listen to recommendations we watch them send your comments send your recommendations, send your argument. 
We would love to read um, your email on the air, uh, or you can also go to the Anchor podcast and you can leave a voice message for us there. Ooh, that would be yeah, cool. That would be really fun. So Anchor, Penny University. But if you would like to email us with recommendations, comments, suggestions, um, to- topic ideas, yeah. what, what would you want us to talk about next? Yeah. Hey, we're, we're brilliant women. So, um, <laughs> so we can, yeah. yeah, why not? Give it a go. Kudos. Please send it to Penny University. One word, just as it sounds, Penny, P-E-N-N-Y, University at ProtonMail.com. Again, Penny University at protonmail.com. And the reason why it's protonmail is because protons encrypted. <laughs> so nobody <laughs> will get your email um, and other than us. And other, we, yes, other we than would us. We would love to hear from you. Love to hear. Any yep. final thoughts? Give us a closing here. Well, you know, uh, this is this has been uh, a fun topic and we could have gone on and on and on. So we, <laughs> yeah. you know, we, we uh, kept ourselves... Uh, we limited ourselves, but uh, but you never know. Down the road, uh, we might talk about what we're watching, you know, uh, a, a month from now, two months from yeah. now, because content is always changing, as you guys know, especially if you're streaming out there. Absolutely. So, and, and we promise not to do like a drunk history, because, you know, Vicki and I with a glass of wine, we can even talk more. <laughs> yes. And and it would not be pretty. It wouldn't be good. No, that no. would be pretty radical at that point. Well, there you have it. I I think um, we have given you guys some suggestions on some shows from brilliant to foreign to laugh out loud funny to um, just some really, you could bake. Heck, maybe you'll try the mirror glaze like Bruce did. Yeah, a Um, nice variety, something for everybody. Yeah, I think so. So please listen to next time, um, our next episode. Maybe at that point, we'll dive into something and a little deeper and maybe something that we have learned in life. I think that would be (laughs) one or two things. Yeah. Vic and I like everyone, like the good saying, be kind to everyone for everyone has a great battle. You know, everybody has been through something and has a story to tell. So absolutely. until next episode, please be strong, wise, and safe. Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you for being part of Nobody Asked Us But. Please listen in to our next conversation. We hope to cover what is going on in our heads, hearts, and life. Until next episode, be strong, wise, and safe. Uh